Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to the Equipped to Be show. I'm really glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Connie Alpers. I want to talk to you about some of the things that are happening with the new year. You know, I have been scrolling. I took some time off over the holidays. I hope you did too. And I took some time off and I, my time on social media and listening scrolling, seeing, you know, what are, what people are struggling with? What are you struggling with? I kept seeing the same type of comments in my feed. And then I started to think that maybe I was just being singled out to only receive these types of messages and feeds. Then I realized, no, that's not it. The truth is we may be starting a brand new year, but the disruption, the upheaval, the uncertainty, the uneasiness, uh, the feeling of being stuck in Groundhog Day every day is a repeat of the day before. Recently, I did a segment for our local Fox uh, television station on, you know, helping parents who are really struggling with the whole virtual learning. Depending on where you live, it's it could be a, an, an issue. I do know that we have over 40 million students that are having some form of at-home learning. I've recently been asked to endorse a book that focuses on just learning outside of the classroom. What does that look like? There is so much uncertainty, and I'm seeing everyone have a challenge. We're going to do this. We're going to get organized. We're going to declutter. We're going to take a break from sugar. We're going to uh, do a Bible challenge every morning at X time. We're going to keep taking off or putting on. And it got me thinking, everybody is scrambling. You know, 2020 is behind us, technically. But the reality is the number on the calendar, the year changing from 2020 to 2021, didn't really change much of anything. And we're desperate to try to get back to a sense of pre-COVID. Unfortunately, that's not happening anytime soon, and more and more people are starting to see that. I want to talk to you about what we can do, why this rush. Well, because we don't want to feel like we're stuck. We want to be taking positive steps. We are a country that is absolutely divided. I had someone write me a very nice note. We're scrutinizing, and the note was about a specific thing, and I realized that we are nitpicking each other to death. I mean, we I've said this before in past episodes where we are losing friendships over disagreements, whether it's theology or whether it's style of clothes. That's happened. I'm going to tell you, that's happened since I began mothering what was acceptable and what wasn't. So there's always going to be that element. But it's gotten much deeper now. And I think all of you know, 
as you're listening to this podcast, you know, our country is changing. It is fundamentally changing. Now, you might not be. You're wanting to have normalcy. You're wanting to go back to pre-COVID days. I was recently at a conference, believe it or not, there was a conference that was held, an in-person conference, and I started listening to the State of the Union as it relates to the event industry, because as a speaker, that's what I do. And unfortunately, I haven't been out on the road since March of 2020. I have gone to one place in a different state, but other than that, you know, events, gatherings, that that has been definitely curtailed. I don't like it. I know we don't like it. You don't like it. You like being with people. And the fact that so much of our lives have been radically changed and we've been isolated, cut us, you know, set aside, even if you are working in an office, there's this tension, this tension now of it's gone beyond political correctness and you know, we've got cancel culture, which, you know, I talked about that uh, bullying versus cancel culture, what's going on, how to protect your kids. But I, I'm talking about your well-being emotionally, what, what's going on with you. And people are flocking to all these challenges in an attempt to get life back on track. But the reality is, folks, life isn't going to get back on track the way we knew it before March 2020. You know, we brought in the new year in 2020 at a rip-roaring 20s gala event at an art museum. And this year, we brought in the new year at my home with a few of my kids. And it was wonderful. We created our own balloon drop. We had a wonderful time. But it was different. And the reality of what we will see maybe in the December 1st, 2021, is so uncertain. It's very difficult to plan. It's very difficult to know what's coming down the pike. So if you find yourself a little uncertain, a little uneasy, maybe you yourself feel stuck, which is why we always gravitate to these new challenges. Let's get in our Bible every morning for five minutes and somebody's going to lead you through this or lead you through a decluttering. How do we decluttering? And speaking of which, I think I have 30 bins in my hallway-ish and in my garage that I got to figure out what I'm going to do with. Let's talk about what, what we can do. Because you may not have the energy to do any kind of challenge at all. You may be in a place of real stuck, real, really stuck. You don't even have the motivation to do the next thing because what's the use? Everything is topsy-turvy, right is wrong, wrong is right. We're not supposed to be called uh, mom or mother or father or son or brother. I mean, we just see the entire fabric of our country being changed. And many of us don't like it. There's honor in mother and father and brother and sister. And we've been instilling this in our kids We've been building close family relationships. We haven't referred to them as parent or sibling. No, we're mom and dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa. So the whole changing of pronouns. I remember when I was writing Parenting Beyond the Rules, this was two years ago, and we were having this pronoun debate. 
several years ago. We think this is new. It's not. It's been percolating underneath in the writing community. How do we identify him, her? How do we identify them? When do we say them, they? It was getting pretty murky back then. And I can tell you as I'm working on my next project, it's even more murky. You're having to figure out, all right, we're here. We're in this place today. Where are we going to be in a year or two years from now? Will we even have a gender? So let's talk about specifically what you can do if you're desperately trying to make an order, establish routines, maybe get yourself out of a conundrum or, or just a down or an unstuckness, if you will. We're going to talk about some specific things, just really simple, because what I don't like are when we create massive new year, new goals. I mean, everybody loves a new year, new goals. But we've never had a new year quite like this before. We saw what 2020 brought our way. And now 2021 are going to bring massive changes to our lives, our pocketbooks, our work, our travel, our kids' education. All of that's going to be very different. And it's going to be playing itself out in the entire 2021. I think we're going to have a quick dose of what's going to be changing rather fast. And for some, they'll be cheering it on and others, their head will be spinning just out of uh, sheer fact that it's coming so quickly and so fast. So if you are struggling with the motivation, direction, even maybe even a sense of the blues, First thing first, don't, don't set lofty, high, big goals. Now, I know, I know, hear me out. That flies in the face of all the big, hairy dreams, audacious goals that may not be where you are. You may be wrestling and struggling with still uh, what isn't. It doesn't mean you're looking in the past. You're just trying to take and get one step in front of the other. So much uncertainty. God knows exactly where you are. And he's not judging you because you haven't set out to conquer the world today. He wants to guide you and lead you through to the day. Because he knows right now, maybe, maybe as you're listening to this, you or someone you know, the thought of doing anything just seems overwhelming. If that's you, or it's someone you know, you just have to start small. So I'm giving you permission right now. I, I get it. I, I am an achiever type. That's like my number one strength is, it's in my top five is achiever. I, I, I never look back at what I've accomplished. Like when people will say, what all have you done? And I'll give them a list of some of the things God has allowed me to do. I don't, I don't sit there. As soon as I finish whatever that assignment is from the Lord, I'm always reaching for the next thing. So I get the whole conquer the world, achieve greatness, do big things. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes. And maybe that's you right now, or maybe that's a friend. So if it's you right now, listen carefully. And, and if it's a friend, take notes so that you can help them. You can come alongside them. One of the beautiful things I see happening in our country 
And I know people are listening from around the world. And if you've joined us from another a country and you're listening to this Equipped to Be podcast, thank you. I'm glad you're here. You're going to start small. You're going to set small, manageable goals. Write that down. Set small, manageable goals. I know you still probably have to raise your children. Not probably, but if you have children, you have to raise them. <laughs> you still have to fix food. It may not be elaborate. You still have to do your work or teach your children or run your company. Maybe you're just trying to figure out how to pay the bills. But set small, manageable goals. And as you meet those goals, you can start adding to them. And I want you to celebrate when you do the small things. Okay, now, some of you, this isn't going to relate to because some of you are in a wonderful place, but I know that you know somebody that isn't because that's the nature of life. So one small manageable goal is to establish a routine. Now I hear all these challenges, the morning routine, the bedtime routine, how to have success, how to be a leader, how to run a company, all these great things are so motivational and they get you all jacked up, which is great, right? except if you're not there, if you're not ready for that. For you, you or your friend, it just may be getting out of bed and getting out of their pajamas, getting dressed in the morning. Maybe it's yoga pants and a sweatshirt. Maybe it's not the same pajamas you wore, you're putting on loungewear, whatever it is. The simple act of getting up is a good victory for your day. Leave some sticky notes and some positive affirmations for yourself. I know this seems so not a big deal. What's, that's just like, that's a given you might be thinking. Little things like, yes, you can do it. See, every, every journey, like every day that we walk through 2021 together, You're going to be making a step. Some of you will make big strides because there's, I'll tell you right now, there's going to be a lot of opportunity in 2021 because I've always said this disruption always leads to innovation. Some of you are already cooking up some amazing plans for 2021 because things aren't going to be different. There's going to be problems to solve. And many of you are going to be solving those problems. Some of you are still adjusting to all of that's gone on. Write yourself. You can do it. Don't give up. See, what you tell yourself matters. Your self-talk, that conversation that nobody really hears except you, unless, you know, you're talking to yourself while you're doing the dishes and then somebody walks in. Feed yourself some positive thoughts. Start your day off with some positive thoughts. So just get out of bed and get out of your pajamas. Make those small goals. And make them manageable. Make them doable. With your routine and your schedule of getting yourself back on track in what may truly be a new normal for you, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be long. You know, exercise, it really does help your body release endorphins. You know those feel-good hormones? If you can exercise for 15 to 30 minutes 
You can do that with the kids when you're playing. You can go for walks. You can do some exercises in your room, in your bedroom before you ever leave in the morning or in the afternoon when the kids are napping or in the evening. But that, that short time can improve so many of your symptoms of feeling out of control or a lack of motivation, maybe even blue. It's something you can control, right? The other thing is research has shown that if you get out and do something in your yard, plant some flowers. I know it's the winter as your as this podcast airs. It's winter, so you're not doing a whole lot of planting, but getting out whether it's doing something in nature, digging in, you know, I live in Florida so we can dig in the dirt all the time, but maybe planting some potted plants. The act of doing that, digging in the dirt and and, and creating something beautiful for yourself has a huge impact on your on your mental state. It's just good for you. Don't overschedule yourself. I, I hear all the, again, I have done a lot of those challenges and, and maybe next year we'll do one together. I wasn't compelled this year to bring you all on this challenge because frankly, I just want you guys to continue on, to press forward every day, to be faithful every day with what's before you. Not being distracted to the right or the left, but fulfilling the assignment God gave you today. Because the assignment God gave you in December of 2020 is continuing over to January of 2021. Congratulate yourself for the tasks and the goals that you complete, even if they're small. Just don't overschedule yourself, okay? You, you can only accomplish a few tasks excellently. That's okay. And when you've done them, tell yourself out loud, well done. I'm so glad I accomplished that. The words that you say and the, you know, God even talks about, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be found acceptable in your sight. You know, God tells us the power of our words. I write about monitoring your mouth and parenting beyond the rules. The power of our words, the power of our thoughts can take us places that either edify, build up or tear us down. We can talk ourselves right into lack of motivation, depression. We can talk ourselves right into uh, hopelessness, doom, and gloom. We can also talk ourselves straight into gratitude, thankfulness, hope, joy. You know, when you don't overschedule yourself, you're setting yourself up to achieve the small steps well. Again, you know, I was talking about the power of words. You gotta, you've just got to watch that negativity. There's the brain, it's like sugar. The more sugar we eat in our diet, the more sugar we want. And it just becomes this perpetuating feed me sugar, feed me sugar, feed me sugar. I need it, I need it, I need it. And then we don't have it. We start having sugar withdrawals. We don't feel so good. Well, if you're feeding yourself negative thoughts the same thing's going to happen. You're going to feed yourself more negative thoughts. And then you're going to reinforce those negative thoughts through your words and your thoughts. And you're going to, you're just going to find yourself going down a downward spiral that can stop. You can stop that. 
don't pay as much attention to the news. I know we all need to know what's going on in our country. It affects your daily lives, your kids' school. It affects your businesses. It affects your family finances. It affects everything. So yes, we do need to be aware of the news, but you control it, not it controls you. So turn off the TV. Don't watch the news if that's what you need to do to regulate the negativity. We have been, oh man, we have been fed this long stream of fear, 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 fear. Even the music. I think if I hear the first two notes of a certain coronavirus uh, uh, update, I I think I'm going to, you know, scream. I've had enough of that. Probably you have too. But you know, when you are feeding yourself negativity, that also refers to the people you surround yourself with. If the people you surround yourself with are always negative, you're going to have to, and maybe that's your, maybe that's you. Maybe you're the person who's always spewing out negativity. Maybe it's your spouse or one of your children or a family member or a coworker. You're going to have to be careful and limit that. And you can. doesn't mean you have to avoid or shun. It just means you have to re-divert the conversation so that it doesn't go in that way. You know, the other thing is I recently celebrated, yes, I did celebrate, my mother's homegoing. I sat and I read my journal, because you guys know I love journaling. I sat and read my journal of the last two months of my mom's life to her husband. And we reminisced. Yes, there were tears because it was a very sad time, but I didn't want to stay there. I wanted to remember my mom. I wanted to remember, and maybe that would be you too, somebody you want to remember, something that that was sad for you. You want to remember it. That's okay. Don't stay there. Go visit it. Like I read the journal out loud. I listened to the pain that I was writing. And then even when I'm writing my journal, I'll go visit the pain. I'll write it out. And then I will end it with the positive, the gratefulness. I can't and you can't stay on sad topics without it pulling your mood and without it zapping your motivation. Focus on the feelings of gratitude. I was so thankful. My son and my daughter-in-law gave me this gratitude journal. It's super cool because what we make ourselves focus on changes how we think and what we focus on. So read uplifting content and surround yourself with some people that are positive. They see the cup is half full, not the cup is half empty. Create that little, that routine and stick to it. Again, it's simple. But the sense of having accomplished a daily task will provide a sense of like well-being. So write down your routine. I have several planners and I have several journals. I buy mine from uh, online. Moleskine is the planners that I, is the journals that I buy. I always buy lined, and I usually get the larger ones. They fit in my purse, and I usually op- use about three of them. I have one for the podcast. Whenever I have an idea, I'll write it all out. I have one personal uh, that's related to thoughts and dreams and goals that maybe God is whispering in my ear, what He's teaching me. And then I have one for um, 
books that I'm reading. I'll write down, as I'm reading through a book, I'll just write down nuggets, and I always refer back to them. So I usually have about three or four of those going on at one time. But my routine, I'll put it on my calendar, I'll put it on my phone, I'll put it on the computer, and I have a paper planner. And you're thinking, Connie, that's overkill. It is, isn't it? <laughs> but that's what works for me. And, I, and I'm, that's good. I want you to find what works for you. But the journal is part of your routine. Again, simple tasks, simple steps, manageable, not overscheduled. Watch the negativity that you're feeding yourself or others are feeding to you. Do daily tasks that promote this sense of well-being, you know, like the exercising. And then every day, just aim a little higher, just a, a degree or two. And your journal is a great place to kind of help you get there. You can end each little journal entry. And, and I know, trust me, you've got a lot of kids. You don't have a lot of time to journal. I, you don't need a lot of time. It could be a few sentences. You do have time for that. And try as much as you can to socialize. Positive relationships encourage people to socialize with you when you feel like you're up for it and when they feel like they're up for it. Maybe you can volunteer a little here or there. You know, when you help somebody else that is in need, it's going to improve your mood. And it's going to give you that reason and that motivation to get up and to do the next thing. It could be caregiving. It could be tending to the needs of your children. Maybe your own parents. Maybe it's a friend. Someone in your church. There's a lot of hurting people right now. And when we start to serve and, and, and help others... Somehow we just, our own problems, our own stuckness and our own uncertainty kind of helps us push that to the side a little bit. It gives meaning and purpose. And you do need a support network. It doesn't have to be large. Because when you run out of motivation, when you slip into that feeling of uneasiness or uncertainty, you want to have a couple people that you can call. And if you don't have those people, just start praying about it and ask God to bring some people to you. Now, the people that you call may not be the same people that call you. Ask the Lord for people you can listen to. And then ask for God to bring people to your life that will listen to you. Don't expect every relationship to be the same back and forth. It might not be. Your friendships are going to have different roles in your life. And I will tell you, I, I read this in my mother, my mother-in-law's journal after she passed. She was talking about the friendships of women and how she listed different women in her life. Some of the friends that she had, they were basically, they were just women that they had fun. They would just laugh and cut up, never really talk about anything serious. Uh, just had a great time together. She had a friend that she had listed that she could always just call if she needed somebody to listen and cry with. Or people that would help her solve a problem. Somebody who would kind of like give her that kick in the pants, that straight talk that we need sometimes. You know, we need those people that'll have empathy and compassion. Oh, it's okay. You're going to be all right. You're amazing. But then sometimes we need those people who are like, enough. Stop it. Get up, get going, brush the dust off. Yes, some bad things happen, but you got to move on. And lastly, 
you got to get enough sleep. Turn your screens off. Have a nightly routine. You may have a routine for your kids. Have a routine for yourself. And be very purposeful in doing that. You know, it's true. What you do the evening before sets you up for success the next day. Meaning, you know, we got to get out of bed and get out of our pajamas, lay your clothes out the night before. There's a lot of great strategies out there. But if you aren't jumping in to the next great challenge to get you going in 2021, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up and don't think there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. The entire world is walking through changes and disruption in an unprecedented way. And everybody is at a place that's unique to them. Give yourself some grace. Be kind. Give yourself some, you know, hard talk sometimes, like enough wallowing in whatever it is. Sometimes you got to be a little stern with yourself. I don't mean beating up on yourself, you know, oh, what a loser I am. I'm so dumb. I'm so, no, no, no. Just sometimes when you find that your thoughts are kind of going down a, a wrong path, a path that's not leading you to a better place, get in God's word, feast on God's word, have those sticky notes of, you know, in the morning when I talked about, you know, you tell yourself, congratulate yourself, tell yourself, well done, tell yourself you can do it. Have those, have verses. I have sticky notes all over the place. And they just remind me of the truths that are found in God's word. Because I'm telling you, all these challenges that are happening, they're great. But if they're not leading us back to the truths, the tr the creator, the one who formed and fashioned you, the one who has ordained your steps for today, the one that has charged you with raising and teaching and training your child in the way they should go, the one who is your provider, who is your refuge, if that's not where you're gaining your glass half full, if, if you're not clinging to him and you haven't meditated and memorized some verses, all of what I said, you know, they're, they're going to work in the short term. Everything that you do needs to be drawn from the truths found in God's word. We're in a season right now. Ecclesiastes well defines, you know, a time for mourning, a time, a time to be born, a time to die. I mean, we're, we're in a season of change, and we don't know where that change is going to lead us. But with all of the steps that I shared with you, you know, the self-congratulations, all of them need to bring us back to the truths of God has made you fearfully wonderfully. God has a plan and a purpose for you in this season right now. At the end of 2021, God willing, you will be more mature. You will have grown. You will be stronger. You will be courageous. You know, the whole thing of equipped to be, you know, you equipped to be strong. You're equipped to be brave. You're equipped to be confident. But the truth is, God has equipped you to be a doer of his word. You can't be a doer of his word if you don't know his word. So this segment on getting over the uneasiness, uncertainty, being stuck, lack of motivation, 
even though that's the focus of this episode, it comes down to taking the time to make small steps, to listening to the voice of God, doing the things that you know you can do to set you up to have the day that God has you to have. Because even in this season right now, if you find yourself a little perplexed and uncertain, God knows it. And he has not left you. And he will not leave you to fend for yourself. So put into practice the things that I have suggested. They're simple. They're easy. They're not complex. Maybe you'll be ready for a big challenge next year. Or maybe in February or March. Just because it's 2021 doesn't mean 2020 went away. There's still a lot of uncertainty ahead of you. I'm so glad that you joined me for this podcast today. If you have thoughts or questions or prayers, send them to me. You can email me. Go make sure you find me over on social media. I am, I am there. I know algorithms have changed. We see what's happening with our social media. Squelch is being squelched and such. That's okay. Find me over there, Connie Albers. And tell your friends about the podcast. Invite your friends to listen to this. And then share maybe where each other are. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to say, this is where I am. This resonated with me. And if not, that's okay. But I'm glad you joined me for the podcast. And you can always reach out and contact me and let me know how I can be praying for you as you journey through 2021 in an amazing way. God bless. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, Please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.